Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, we're going to get into the GM candidate list that Albert Breer has put out in the MMQB. Some names that you've never heard of that could possibly be coming to Washington. We will discuss as well. Jahan Dotson had something interesting to say um, in the locker room. I guess it was yesterday. Scott Abraham of ABC 7. We'll let you hear that. Uh, And we'll spin it forward in another question topic, what have you, about whether leadership and culture has to come from the locker room first and foremost and primarily, or whether it has to come from the corner office. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980, Good to have you with us. Right back to the phones we go. Uh, and let's get our buddy Jeff in Vienna here uh, first up, who themselves hired Zach Taylor, or Jeff's a big Bengals fan, hired Zach Taylor a number of years ago. Everybody said, who? And it's turned out to be pretty good. What's up, Jeff? How are you? Jeff? All right, let's put Jeff back on hold and see if we can get him straightened out. Maybe we went to him uh, too quick. Let's get to Mark and Laurel next up. What's up, Mark? How are you? Are we having an issue with the phones? I hear Mark. I don't know what's going on. All right, let's put Mark back on hold. Uh, all right, let's try Jeff again. Uh, Maddie says he'll uh, be there. What's up, Jeff? How are you? helps if the mute button is turned off, uh-huh. I guess, you know. There we go, baby. Uh, there we go. How you, are you, pal? You have to turn on your mic. You have to turn on your mic every now and then, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, there. listen, as Matt can attest, there are plenty of times that I don't. Well done, Jeff. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, on, on Zach, I, I love Zach. I'd love him to give up play calling duties. Great culture builder, great coach. Players love him. City loves him. But, man, he calls some bonehead plays from time to time. Well, what coach doesn't, though? I mean, I, I remember uh, forever Andy Reid, you know, would be just murdering the, you know, the game clock and situation. And, you know, people were so mad at him. I mean, like, like this notion that coaches are going to call the perfect play all the time or – you know, never screw up the game clock? or I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I just don't know why we have such a high expectation level for coaches that we don't quite honestly have for players. Well, we keep running a toss play, and our O-line is not built to run the toss play. 
um, to, to my notice. Every time we run a toss play, we lose three yards right. on it. And I mean, they I, should I notice know. something like that. You're right. They should. But, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, if you run a jet sweep, like, and, you know, if you run a jet sweep five times and only get an average of two yards on jet sweep handoffs, does that mean you should never run it? No, I, I think time and situation depend on everything. But we also run a lot of third and one and fourth and one short yardage from mm-hmm. shotgun, which and, and I know that's what Joe likes to do, but it just doesn't work for us right. for some reason. Um, that's the thing. Now, on to the commanders. Are Jason Wright and Mayhew going to be here? Because I guess my question is, how much is the new? How much does the number two draft pick impact all of the dominoes falling here? In terms of what? In terms of recruiting somebody? I, or I'm, I'm a little confused on the question. What what type of coach you want? Like you said, you want an offensive guy. You oh want a oh oh oh, oh. Guy. yeah. I, no, I th- I think it does have an impact, which is why I uh, you know said last night and why I've said you know on the radio. I truly hope there's an open process here, and I don't mean just an open process in terms of hiring or interviewing minority candidates. I mean an open process in terms of interviewing offensive guys, defensive guys, special teams, consi- giving strong consideration to different types of coaches: young, old, experienced, inexperienced, what have you. That's what I want because I think the easy thing to do and I think the most likely thing that is going to happen is exactly what you're, I think, inferring, which is you got the number two overall pick. We presume that there's at least two franchise-changing quarterbacks, maybe even three or four, and in all likelihood a team that hasn't had a quarterback and you know, a, a, a good enough quarterback situation for 30 years is going to take a quarterback. And the notion, the prevailing thought is you have to have, you have to have a genius work with said quarterback. And, and so I think that is going to be the modus operandi. I'm fighting against that because I just don't think you have to do it that way. Well, I had this discussion with my neighbor the other day. He's a big commanders fan. I'm like, to me, Sam Howell's rookie contract is one of the biggest assets that they have on the books right now. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we don't know if he can play. Is Are Caleb or Drake May going to get any better coaching than Sam Howell has gotten? I mean, I, I mean under, under this staff, no, but presumably, yeah. you know, even if they hired a defensive-minded head coach, there's no guarantee that Eric Bieniemy comes back, and certainly this staff, right? So, and we already know if they hire an offensive-minded head coach, it's very unlikely—not impossible, but much more unlikely that Eric Bieniemy stays. So, you would be getting different coaching if, depending on. Again, I think the only way that that a new quarterback could get essentially the same coaching that Sam Howell has gotten this year is by keeping the enemy and by empowering the enemy. And the only way I think that happens is again, if they go out and hire a Brian Flores from Minnesota or, you know, maybe a Dan Quinn or somebody like that. That's the only way I could see that happening. Yeah. I, I, I guess my bottom line point is, I think there's a big difference between having a, a four-year, uh, you know, a, a four million dollar contract, a four million dollar quarterback with three years left on his contract, or a forty-seven million dollar contract on a rookie deal. And that's, I, I just think Howell's, um, 
rookie contract is an asset if he could get better coaching. Oh, there, there is no doubt about that, which is why I don't automatically – again, everyone else runs around saying – Hey, you never know when you're going to be in the top three again. You never know when there's going to be a Drake May or Caleb Williams again. Well, you're right. I don't know that. And the goal is not to be there. But that doesn't mean I absolutely have to take somebody I don't think is going to be a stud, a long-term stud at the next level, and to your point, pay them $40 million essentially guaranteed over the next four years, which is way lighter than it used to be, but it's still a large amount of guaranteed, fully guaranteed money, because that's what these quarterback contracts in the top three, top four, top five are, period, as opposed to Sam Howell and maybe bringing back Jacoby Brissett, maybe, or bringing in a different veteran or going about it a different way i mean again all sorts of different ways you can do it jeff appreciate the phone call i'll let you run on that let's get back to uh you want to try mark and laurel again let's try mark and laurel again see if we can get him uh, back aboard here what's up mark how are you okay mark and laurel all sorts of issues let's get to uh let's go to ray in maryland right here on the team 980 on a football friday on the ace law listener lines what's up ray how are you good can you hear me yep i got you ray what's going on okay i think you know i think the 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 bigger problem here i think that people are missing is uh that is it's 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 the science of behavioral management uh, I'll, I'll explain when you're a coach in college, you are training and, and young men to become mature men. Okay, that's a very different thing than tra- training and coaching mature men to be motivated to win. In other words, when, you, when you're a college coach and you're training young men mm-hmm. to become mature men and you're t- training them and you're trying to motivate them to become mature men and become winners, that's a wholly, completely different concept than training mature men who already are making millions, multi-million dollars Correct. To, to be motivated. So, and, and this is not a problem just with the commanders and Redskins history. This is a problem with a lot of NFL teams, right. okay? And I will, I, and and that's that. That is a big problem. Now, I think the ownership here, the new ownership, for years we've heard about how Daniel Snyder is a terrible owner, and he was, no question about it. But, but the new management, it's not enough to just get rid of Snyder, be done with him, and and, right. and get someone else. What is the new ownership going to bring? And I think. Uh, that they should make it a part of their mission as as new owners to come out and say we will find a way it'll it'll be our core business value to motivate these men to perform at their highest level right. so that we can become an a winning organization okay and, and an elite organization within the National Football League I don't disagree with anything that you said but what I guess what I'm asking for Okay, what I want people to answer because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to drive the conversation in a, diff- in a different way is experienced coach or non-experienced coach, meaning first-time head coach on the NFL level, not in college, not with young men, not with old men, whatever, not with new ownership, not with old ownership, not with Dan Snyder, not with Josh Harris, experienced head coach or an inexperienced head coach that has fresh and novel ideas. What do you as a football okay. fan, want. Okay, I'll answer that. 
and I will say that that an experienced coach who has experience in motivating players, mature multi-million dollar men to perform at a high level to be to be a winning an elite organization. That's what that's you, what okay, that's where you were going with that. No, okay, not, I, I, okay, no, I, no, I now That's exactly where I'm going with it okay. because that's exactly where I'm going with it because experience isn't enough. Okay, like Ron Rivera had experience, but to me it was just experience. Okay, we want experience of someone who has experience motivating mature men who are multi-million millionaires True to perform leaders. at a higher higher to perform at a higher level to become a winning and elite organization. Gotcha. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Someone like a Bill Belichick. Now I will tell you, Mike Tomlin. I am not high on on on, on Mike Tomlin. Okay, uh, this Steelers have gone from being an elite organization to a mediocre one for for several years now. Ever since Ben Roethlisberger has resigned, uh, they have been mediocre. All right. Well, wait, honestly, wait, wait, wait a second, right? Let me jump in here. I appreciate the phone call. Let me jump in here. Okay, I've heard that before. Listen. <laughs> To say that the Steelers have gone downhill since Ben... Well, yeah, Ben was one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Like, maybe not in his last year or two. Like like others, as he got older and towards the end, he struggled. And even, what, in his second of last year, they were 11-0 because I was there in the COVID year. On that Monday afternoon when the Commanders beat them. And that was Ben Roethlisberger, okay? I mean, everybody that's well, Mike Tomlin's not the same since Ben Roethlisberger retired. Wait a second. They still haven't had a losing season. In a league filled with parity, Mike Tomlin always finds a way to squeeze a lot of juice, a lot of blood out of that rock. I mean, again, they're not winning championships. I got it. They're not winning championships. If that is your bottom line, look, there's very few people that win championships. And even when you do win championships, if you go two or three years without winning one, i.e. Bill Belichick, you're a clown. And nobody likes you. And nobody wants you. I mean, what more do you guys want than Mike Tomlin? I understand their offense is not sexy. They're, part of the reason is because they've struggled to find the quarterback. Part, Like to Ron's point earlier this week, part of the reason is their offensive line is not great. Part of the reason is their wide receivers, their young wide receivers, George Pickens, um, Chase Claypool when he was there. Uh, who's the other one that drives me crazy? Deontay Johnson. They're all pain in the asses. They're all young pain in the asses. Now, some of that's on Tomlin because he drafted them. But, I mean, let's let's stop acting like because Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers haven't been an offensive juggernaut since Ben Roethlisberger's prime that Mike Tomlin isn't a good head coach or a good evaluator or a good leader of men. Head coaching, and this is why I lean towards experience, head coaching is different You cannot just judge someone. I don't believe this. You cannot just judge someone by one metric, wins and losses. It's not fair. That's ultimately the way we do it. It's not fair. It's not right. Because there are so many other things that are evolving, that are hard to control. 
That's why you don't judge starting pitchers in Major League Baseball just purely on wins and losses. That's why you don't judge quarterbacks just purely on wins and losses. I'm telling you, you guys all look at things through a very, very, very narrow lens. Maybe it's me being 50. I don't know. Maybe it's me being old, tired, and cranky. I look at things on a wider canvas. And maybe I'm soft in my old age. I don't know. But I don't judge, just judge people based on one metric or one bottom line ranking or one bottom line number. I don't do that. Sorry. And if that makes me a bad person, that makes me a bad person. 217, Team 980. More of your calls coming up on this football Friday on the Team 980. Driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. We will incorporate and blend in some GM names that maybe you haven't heard of uh, from uh, Albert Breer of the MMQB as we go along on this Friday up until 4 o'clock on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Matt, I just saw what you sent me uh, in uh, DM about a... uh, an trophy. idea that you had? The trophy. Right, you, you want to say it? Yeah. Okay. You think we should give that to Tailgate Ted? I think so. For winning the uh, show Fantasy Football League? I mean, we need to sign it, mark it. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that that's, I think that's a move. But we shouldn't we shouldn't say what it is, correct? I, I think we just got to get it together, okay. take a picture, All right. put okay. it up on Twitter. Oh, so you think we should? Eventually. Like, we yeah. should get it and then put it up on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I feel like that's the best I, option. I, I, think, I think that's not a bad idea. I was looking at uh, Twitter during the break, and apparently it's like National Bird Day or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, not National Rooster Day, not National Chicken Day, uh, National Bird Day. Um, which means uh, which means the Birdman probably will uh, call in. All right. Uh, Scott Jackson will join us. Uh, of course, you remember Scott, uh, our uh, colleague and pal who's now down uh, in Virginia Beach and, of course, does uh, the Commander's post game and all that good stuff. Uh, we will get to him. But first, we get to Paulie. What's up, Paulie? How are you? Hell to the W, man. Rufio, what's going on? Paulie, what's going on? How are you? Hey man, hey man, is it me or Ray from Maryland sound like Robert from Annapolis? 
I didn't I didn't hear that in his voice. I didn't hear that in his voice. No. I think it was, man. I think I think he over there trying to play these play these reindeer games, man. Hey, look, hey, hey, you can't never say you fairly judge people, man. You judge people on whether you like them or you don't like them. Come on, now. Look, listen, man. I heard you bash Lamar Jackson all offseason. Right. And you ain't been keeping that same energy. Right, these past couple months. Right, you're and you're right because it, because again, I had no reason, no reason to question Lamar Jackson. Right? You, uh, no, no, you, no, no, no. I didn't say that. That's your opinion. I'm just I'm just stating the fact. You bashed this man all off. You're you're incorrect. I bashed right? is strong. Yeah, yeah, bashed yeah, is no, ridiculous. No, I didn't bash him. him. I said, said I didn't think he was working. as developed as a passer Worse. as everyone else you does. Said he wasn't. He said he, he wasn't worth the money. Right, and so he couldn't stay on the field. Right the question, the, no, no, no. So the question lies right here. Is he worth the money? Now? Yeah, apparently. Is he he stayed healthy. No, no. Is yes or no? Is he worth the money? Yeah. Now? Yes. A year ago? No. <laughs> it's, it's killing you. He was worth it a year ago, too. Get out of here, man. Hey, look, let's, let's talk about the commanders. I think it's going to lead to me getting gone. Let's, let's talk about the commanders, man. I know you, man. I know you was waiting. Your thing was itching. I seen it twitching over there, man. Hey, look, anyways, man, listen. For the command, look, I, first of all, let me say this. Don't, don't, don't uh, uh, pat Zach Taylor that much on his back. Because before Joe, uh, right before Joe Burrow got hot, they was ready to fire him. So, so stop with that, all right? Two, I don't have a problem with a first-year guy getting an opportunity and all that. But for this organization, I would prefer a guy coming into his second job who had previous success with another team. And for me, that guy, if he shakes loose, would be Mike Vrabel. That's who I really want. Yeah, I, I mean, Vra- Vra- I, I would not disagree with you there, but I don't think Vrabel's going anywhere. I'm not saying, hey, hey, there's, there's a question here. Every year is always a, a coach or two That's that fair. gets fired That's that you wasn't expecting to get fired. That's so fair. if Vrabel happens to be that one of those coaches, Man, he would be the first uh, – uh, his agent would be one of my first phone calls. You know what's so funny, Paulie, just on that? Uh, just on that, he's a defensive first guy, right, who struggled to build a consistent offense in Tennessee over the la- over his tenure. But I guarantee you all of these number nerds that run around going offense, 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 offense would change their mind in a second if Mike Vrabel came listen, available. Listen, and, and I was getting ready to get I was getting ready to get into that. Yo, I don't care if it's offense, defense, special team. I just need a leader of men. You know, but 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 if you was holding me to the fire on what I would want, being that we are getting a, a new quarterback, a high draft pick at quarterback, I actually would prefer a defensive guy because that way whoever the offensive coordinator is can actually hone in on his quarterback. You know, as a head coach, you're going to be split no matter which, no matter if you're calling the plays or not. Your responsibilities to a team, especially a losing team has to be almost equal in, in every aspect. You know what I mean? But as a coordinator, his job is to be what? The offense and the quarterback. You know what I mean? So if you put my foot to a fire, I would say I wouldn't want an offensive-minded head coach. Give me a defensive-minded head coach. That's way 
the quarterback and the coordinator can build that relationship. Almost like, and I'm going to go back some years on this, but almost like uh, uh, Mike Shanahan and John Elway mm-hmm. when Dan Reeves is the coach out there in Denver. And I'll take that off with you so I don't get gone, man. Uh, Hell to the well, You're not going to get gone. You actually made a common sensible point, Paulie. <laughs> yeah, but I was ready to start something with you, so I knew it was going to end up with me getting Oh, gone. man. I was going to end it on right, that have, one, man. Have a good... Hey, shout out have, to my man, Big Head... Hey, shout out to my man, Big Head Jackson, man. He's coming on, man. Hey, I told him, don't worry about it, man. Me and Jason Michaud are going to hold his yeah. show down while he's gone. We got yeah. it. You he, know what he, I mean? He's already been in touch with James and Richie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I appreciate it. He's coming on, and uh, I'll return the favor a little bit later on with him on his show. All right, let's get to uh, before the uh, – is Mark back? Uh, well, you want to try Mark again for a third time, see if third time is a charm? Mark, Laurel, you there? Yeah, I'm here. There. Okay, all right. I we had a apologize. couple of problems before. All right. Yeah, I want to apologize. I was in Maryland line putting my bet in on oh. the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, attaboy. So I got my mortgage this time, but, you know, well, pick you, up a little couple You got them at minus 13 or minus 13 and a half? 13 and a half. Okay. I figure it's going to be more than that yeah. anyway. But didn't bet the mortgage this time. I yeah. was conservative. Well, that's 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 smart. I would never bet your mortgage on anything. But uh, I would it say if, Buffalo it, gang. You, know, you know, if I if I'm a you know, I bet sometimes I don't bet as much as everyone else does. Um, and I'm certainly not an expert. But I would say this in this game with all the injuries that the commanders have. And knowing that the Cowboys need the game in order to get that home playoff game where they are much harder to beat than on the road, uh, I I think the Cowboys are going to play balls to the wall. I think the Commanders are probably going to be spunky for about a half, and they're probably going to lose by about two touchdowns. I'm I'm hoping that. You know, what I don't understand is that right now, the enemy should be the coach. You already got the guy in the house. Who has a better resume than the enemy has coming in. The guy didn't have complete control, but the guy has the resume. Why are we looking – why are the commanders looking elsewhere when they got the guy already in the house? Well, the guy has the pedigree. Right. Here, here's, what but here's, here's the question, the right? Pedigree. He's going to be interviewed for the head coaching job. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But – but here's here here's the thing. You do have a couple of knocks against him. You do have the concerns that for whatever reason, however soft they are, players bristled against his leadership. One. Again, you do have that as as one issue. The bigger issue, however, is we still don't know. We still don't know what he is as a coordinator. Is he a pass heavy guy? With every quarterback, with just Sam Howell in in just a one year prove it or lose it scenario, what is he? Is he capable of the guy, adjusting? The, the guy knows what it takes. I mean, when you go to any organization, it's no it's no dictate. It's a it's no democracy. When you go to a job, it's no democracy. It's like this is what I want you to do. That's any job. So it's nothing. I don't know why the players so you, are you're, upset you, about that, right, but, but you seem to be no democracy. Okay. You seem to be saying that Eric Bieniemy didn't have power or control to change things here, correct? I'm talking about the players are mutiny on him, so they didn't like the way he wanted to change this and that. But when you go in the organization, there's no democracy. This is the best way. This is my division. This is my vision. This is the way we want to go. But he didn't have complete autonomy. Or, uh, you know, I mean, li- I mean, listen, I, I, I'm a little confused on on, on where you're going. So I, I'll just say this. I I think, and I appreciate the phone call. I think Eric Bieniemy had 
more control than a typical offensive coordinator did. And remember, he was the offensive coordinator assistant head coach, hence the reason why he probably had more control. That being said, it's not like he could do everything, whatever he wanted from scratch because he inherited some coaches. He inherited a quarterback. We don't know whether he was the one that wanted Jacoby Percet. We don't know whether he wanted to have a true quarterback competition. We don't know what the deal was because they only tell us certain things. And until people can prove things, you can't run around going, oh, Eric Bieniemy had no power, no control, no this, no that. All right, let's take a quick time out for the trending alert. And then Scott Jackson will join us on the other side. We'll get his thoughts on where the commanders go from here in just a flash. All right, for the Washington Commanders, Jonathan Allen, Kendall Fuller uh, are not going to play. Tariq Castro-Fields also not going to go. Christian Holmes not going to go. So three of the top four corners uh, on the team inactive. Uh, That means Benjamin St. Juice, who's cleared a concussion protocol, full practice, and uh, rookie Emmanuel Forbes likely to be the starters and, again, the two top corners on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys, who need the game for the NFC East title. 425 kickoff at FedEx Field, the final game, we presume, of the Ron Rivera era. We will have full coverage for you all day before and after right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, the Capitals back home tonight for the Carolina Hurricanes. Max Pacioretty's former team, he plays in his second game back uh, with Washington after coming back from the torn Achilles tendon. 7 o'clock face-off at C1A on the T- uh, on 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, over here on the Team 980, it is the Wizards for a second Uh, Game in a row over three nights. Once again in Cleveland, they were demolished by the Cavaliers uh, just a couple of nights ago by 38 tonight. 730 uh, 7.30 tip-off right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, and that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. If I can get my uh, earbuds untangled, that would be a uh, good thing. I finally got it straight now. Everything sounds okay. And it'll sound a little... Well, actually, you know what? It sounded great during the break as Scott Jackson walked in, sat down, and there was the majestic voice of Richard Doc Walker on the phone. Busting chops as usual and saying, hey, if you want to get under Rooster's skin, just make fun of Ron Rivera. Do something to Ron because he can't take it. He can't handle it. He can't handle it. As a follow-up to our show earlier this week when Doc joined us on, uh, what was that, Wednesday. But now Scott Jackson 
Uh, well, not in for the whole show because he's got his own show. Yeah, I got to run down the hall a little exactly bit. Exactly. Yeah. Coming up in 25 minutes or so uh, down in the Virginia Beach, Norfolk area on ESPN Radio 941. Our old pal Scott Jackson joins us, who, of course, has been part of uh, 980 and 106.7 The Fan forever. How are you, Scotty Jackson? Good, man. Good Happy to be New here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How's the family? Okay. Yeah, we're doing good. Yeah. Um, I got a nice welcome back into the area last night when I sat on the Beltway for 45 minutes, oh, you yes. know, to go to. Two miles is you. You love that life, you know. Absolutely. You know. You know what's crazy is the Beltway. I have the most success on. The oh, really? Beltway. I was rolling along until yeah. right, right around a little bit after Bethesda last night. There was something, but I don't. And it was only like a two minute. Go on that part yeah, of the Beltway. Yeah. So maybe that's why. I was coming that's down why, from the jurors. Yeah. So maybe that's why I, I, yeah, I have success. Yeah, yeah. Um, either way, it's good to have you here in Thanks. studio. It's good to see a friendly face. Uh, and of course, you uh, still do your Commanders post game coverage and all that stuff. So you will be a part of the team's radio call on Sunday. Uh, after the 425 loss, I mean, game to the uh, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> well, by the way, 425, it was so painful oh, last week I when know. the Eagles lost. I know. I said to Fred Smoot, I go, you know what's going to happen next. He's like, what do you mean? I go, this is going to be a 425 window. They want the Cowboys there because mm-hmm. it's a winner take all. They're going to move the Eagles back. They always, you know, and they did this last year. when the At commanders... least we got spared that it's not a Sunday night. Yes, game. yes. I, mean, and I, knew, close, I knew the Dolphins but, and yeah. Bills would be that. I mean, just because it's a winner take all. But, exactly. oh, man, it's, this is the worst. Because really, let's be real. I mean, for like two, three months, most of us have been like, let's see what's next. Because we knew nothing was going to happen good in terms of uh, competitive winning football mm-hmm. this season, and the competitive part of the season's been over for many, many, many weeks. So it's like uh, you want to get to Monday to see what's next, and then you got to slog through a four twenty five start, it's- right? And, and and listen, nobody again. Uh, no, even though Doc busts my chops mm-hmm. and he busts my chops regularly about my defense of Ron, nobody's advocating for anybody to lose their jobs or fight. It's just the reality of the NFL when you don't win, and this team has not won. And clearly, you know. Now you pointed out something that Ron said today that he felt like he's been managing for managing. three and a half years, not coaching, right. but coaching for the last four or five weeks, i.e., since firing Jack Del Rio. Well, if his answer is. Well, the last four or five weeks I've been coaching. It's not good either. Guess what, Scott? It's actually Jackson? worse. A, a, yes, not good <laughs> overall because yeah. your, your job was to be the head coach. Right, right. Right. B, which means you took on too much and you and, and, and too much power was given. Right. And B, um, have they? Have they won any games? No, they have yours? not. Okay. No. So I they haven't since sure. he started coaching. Yeah. I mean, all of it's bad no matter how you cut it. And again, I'm one of these folks that, you know, I know what's good. The national spin will be for this. It'll be, oh, man, anybody who works for Dan Snyder, I mean, you got to cut him some slack, this, that, and the other. But, again, he didn't have the, the same Dan Snyder that Jay Gruden had or that Joe Gibbs even had or even, you know, Mike North Shanahan. Turner, Mike Shanahan. He didn't have the guy that was there daily. He had a guy who was in double-secret probation, mm-hmm. gave him everything, and, uh, you know, was, was you know getting looked at. He didn't have time to be the interferer. Uh, that he had been in the past. So he had everything he wanted. He had more power than he should have been given. And this was this is the last mistake of Dan's that they have to clean up now and, uh, you know, go on from there. But, I mean, it's t- to hear that today is just like, come on, man. I mean, enough. I mean, yeah. he really – he is a spin master, man. He really could he be just blocks from here, as you know, and I'm, lo- I'm pointing towards the Capitol. He could be down there. Well, I, mean, I call he's him really a master pol- politician He is a huge politician. Sure, but absolutely. I, I just get – it's tiresome because there's been different moments where it's like, okay, this is the year we compete, and he's, he's ready, and he's, you know, he's, he's linebacker Ron, as Doc likes to call him. 
And then there's this excuse maker, Ron, that spins around the next minute when they take the L's. And it's like, no, 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 I meant next year. I mean, we need more time. And it's, it's like, stop. I mean, it, eventually it, it is about your record about winning. And as you know, I mean, it was a mixed bag coming in from Carolina. And at the time, like, look, I, I thought it was a good hire for them. I'm not going to say I didn't think it was a good. I thought it was the, about the best hire Dan Snyder could make mm-hmm. at the time. So I'm not going to change it. But the problem was you gave him too much power. He didn't put a strong front right. office structure there. And they've been paying the price well, ever since. This, this is what happens when you're desperate and yeah. when the NFL right. has to kind of you know parachute in and kind of right. say, no, 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 Dan, you're, you're going to do it this way because th- like you've got to clean this yeah. trash up, is you wound up giving somebody that's incapable of having so much power right. and doing that job with that power at a high level – this is what happens, and and it's almost like you were making the comparison of other coaches, and and I, and, I, and I've been around for some. Mm-hmm. You've been around for uh, more. You're right. Like before, it was coaches being neutered mm-hmm. and stripped of power, right. and you know quarterbacks being forced and shoved down their throat. Then. The opposite happened with Ron Rivera. He was given too much control, right. too much power, too much autonomy. So now the question is, under the Josh Harris leadership, moving forward, and clearly, I mean, we'll have to wait and see what sure. happens, uh, you know, transpires on, starting on Monday, we all presume, is can they find the right mix of a head coach and a general manager that can work together, be on the same page, maybe grow together, and not be – these egomaniacs that basically then fight each other and battle each other for decision-making power and control. Like, finding people that can just work within a normal organizational structure might be the most important part of this. Huge. And I mean, the fact that you're hearing that Josh Harris is talking GM first, not like, oh, I'm going to jump and grab the hot coaching candidate on Monday. You know, we're not going to, you know, not that, because that's the backwards way to do it. Right. And we've seen that done here before, not just with the football team when they bring GMs in after coaches and vice versa. But I mean, we saw that you know a, bu- a couple decades ago with the Wizards when they hired Eddie Jordan before they hired Ernie Grunfeld, and that right. was always a little dicey, especially when things started going south. I mean, so you never it's it's you got to have the structure correct, and it, the GM has got to be you know trust trust the coach and vice versa that they work together. But you know, at the end of the day, somebody does have to have a little bit more power than the other. No doubt about it. Um- do you want an experienced head coach or do you want a first time non as fans like to say retread yeah uh innovative young inspiring right. boy wonder type hey, look i want them to get the right gm to be honest with you i want them innovative gm first like i okay. want the like the guy who comes from winning you want the traditional structure right i want a traditional structure you know Joe, nobody you know, I mean, I remember being a kid knowing who Joe Gibbs was just because he worked for the Chargers. And I was a, you know, Chargers mm-hmm. by the other team that I loved to watch back in the days when I was young. And it, But you didn't know he was a head coach, right? right? Um, Norv Turner was a hot shot coordinator when he came here. Was never a great head coach here. Um, and then had some success elsewhere, you know, with the Chargers for a while. So you, you've seen a hit or miss, but there's also guys that, you know, take off and that are, are ready for it when they get their chance. And that it, it looks seamless like Sean McVay, you know, even even in the rough times this year, we're supposed to be a mm-hmm. rebuild, did a great job. You've seen guys who've been able to step in right away and nail it. So I hope they, they get the GM correct first and, and get the right scouting structure. The player personnel has been a huge problem. I think especially if you look now, you know, the no Pro Bowl, and the Pro Bowl means whatever these days, but to have zero Pro Bowlers, mm-hmm. I think, does mean a little something. Yeah. Uh, in his last year, the fact that you're probably picking second again 
uh, as you left it as you came in is not exactly. You can't gr- screw up a second consecutive number right. two overall, right. or not consecutive, right. but, but but twice, a, yeah, in four a, years, a second time in four years, yeah. the number two overall pick. But yes, if if anyway, that all being said, if the, the if the next guy believes it's a young hotshot, great. If the next guy says, "Man, I'd really like to work with Jim Harbaugh," mm-hmm. okay, let's do it. Uh, but I don't think that's likely. But you know what I mean. I, I'm just I'm just more about who the general managers, who's the person who's setting setting up the organization because that's that's going to be the most important person. Um, do you have one name on either side? Or well, any, look, I like, I'm if you, like if a lot Scott of people. Scott Jackson was making. The I like decision. I like I'm intrigued by the Baltimore guy, Joe mm-hmm. Horitz. Mm-hmm. I like obviously uh, Adam Peters in San mm-hmm. Francisco is interesting. Ian Cunningham's had a really fascinating career yeah, to, to get to where he is. Uh, and I know he's with the Bears now, but he's been in a lot of good places yep. uh, coming up to that. Sure. You know, Baltimore and then any guy, you know, who's been through that organization and uh, done the things he's done, I think is very interesting as well. So I, I just kind of like guys that have been in winning, stable winning situations, right. you know, not not just, okay, this team's popping here and there, you know. Teams you sound are... like me, somebody that's not fixated on one name because, yes. you know, there are, are many of us in the media that just hone well, in on one name. you don't know any name. of these guys. At the end yeah. of the day, you don't know any of them, right. really. I mean, we really don't. Right. It really has to be who Josh Harris is comfortable with, right, when he meets with them and they, they feel like they have a good working relationship. Right. That's what it's going to boil down. And I think he's put good structures together with the Sixers and with the net and with the um, Devils. I mean, and I laugh. We go, oh, the Sixers. What do they want? Well, I mean, do, would you give like a appendage to have a NBA team as consistent as the Sixers? Right. After that living essentially in this wins multiple. Yeah. You know, double. I mean, yeah. they they haven't won in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, significantly. They won the sem. They get the semifinals, and right. they don't get the conference. But finals. they win yeah. fifty games. Yeah, they win 50 each games. and every year, yeah. and people still think, oh, well, that, th- that's a failure. Well, it's a failure in one sense, but it's but, not. A, but you take that because right. that's not the wheel of mediocrity that say maybe the Wizards were on. That's right. a wheel of not maybe being able to climb to the very top of the mountain. But if you're going to win 50 games, you win 50 games. Uh, I know you got to run. Sure. Uh, check out Scott Jackson, of course, uh, Monday through Friday uh, down in the Virginia Beach, Norfolk area. 757. On, yeah, exactly. On 94.1 uh, Priority Auto Sports Radio. Uh, one quick thing sure. for you. Being that you're down there, yes. do you hear from Paulie all the time? Uh, all the time. All the time. Uh, all the time. Does and he, he like wa- you more than he likes me? Oh, I think that's easy. I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> he, I think he likes most people more than he likes you. But he, yeah, I think he likes you. You know, like when you were in school and somebody would, you know, like a girl would hit you right. and that meant she liked. That's how uh, Paulie is with right. you, I think. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So, My guy, good to see, see you. I appreciate you uh, stopping good by. Good to see you, Ice, too. Absolutely. Scott Jackson, of course, make sure you give him a, a follow at Jackson Sports, at Jackson Sports. Uh, on Twitter and X. He's got work to do. We've got work to do. Back to your phone calls in just a flash right here on a football Friday on the Team 980. It is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, thanks to Scott Jackson for joining us. Always good to see a friendly face, Scotty Jacks, around a town. I'll be on his radio show a little bit later on, I think in the 6 o'clock hour. We're with you until 4, taking your phone calls at 301-230-0980. So let's get back to it here before the top of the hour. And uh, let's go to Peter in Wilmington on the Odyssey app. Peter, how are you? Oh, Happy New Year, my man. Happy New Year to you, sir. Thank you. Can you hear me okay? Yep, I got you. All right, great. Listen, I just want to warn everybody. 
just because you get a first-round pick quarterback or the second pick and the right GM and the right coach and a good offensive line doesn't mean that we're going to win right away. It's just going to take some time. We're going to have to pick through. There's going to be some mistakes made. So I want the GM that comes in here, an experienced GM, that says, hey, look, he picks a coach, got two years, he doesn't see him going in the right direction, switch to another coach. I want somebody who's flexible. I want somebody who wants to run the ball in the NFC East. That's Philly didn't run this year. They don't win. When you don't run, you don't win. I know it's not part of it's not a sexy thing. There's a lot of teams right now that have really good quarterbacks that aren't winning, that aren't that good. Philly, Kansas City, and even to some degree, you've got in Buffalo. I mean, you know, it just doesn't automatically happen because you bring a quarterback in. We're in a real good situation. I don't know what you think about this, but I want to keep Sam Howell. I want to bring another quarterback in. I want to have a competition. Yeah. But the first thing for me, I want an offensive line. Well, uh, listen, they you know they, they have to improve the offensive line. We, we all agree with yeah. that. Uh, what we what many of us don't agree on is how good or bad the offensive line is. And, and Peter, I'm going to let you go because your phone was starting to crack up there a second, but I always appreciate the phone call. Here's There is no doubt they need to improve the offensive line. No question. None. At all. How much, how bad was it? That's the debate. As far as Sam Howell goes, listen, Sam Howell will be on this roster next year. He will hopefully compete for the starting job. Hopefully, whoever they hire, offense, defense, young, experience, what have you, will actually have a true competition. Something that Ron Rivera never once had. And if it's Sam Howell that beats out a top five rookie, people are going to paint that as a bad sign for the top five rookie. I don't necessarily believe that, but a lot of people do. But I want a competition. I want the best person that simulate success in a true football environment. And again, you can't truly simulate a regular season game in training camp, OTAs, or even in the preseason. But again, I want a true competition, not somebody who's anointed QB1. None of that. Let's grab another call here before the top of the hour. Let's go to uh, Lou. Right here. Lou, I hear you all over the place. I heard you cheating on us and on Grant and Danny last night while I was sitting in traffic. How are you? Oh, you heard me loud and clear. Oh, I heard you loud and clear, Lou. I, I, I'm like that previous call a couple calls ago, man, the one that got you confused about EB. When, when clearly, like, the guy's in the building yet, we're going to let him walk. So, I, I, you know, I get the fact you guys want to judge him off six months under this whack leadership run Rivera. Oh, that's right. You were going off on, you were going off on this. That's right. Okay. That that, now I, now I remember the, 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 um, uh, I guess the Genesis of your phone call. So, so let me ask you this. You think I'm wrong for saying there are things that I'm concerned about, worried about 
in terms of Eric Bieniemy, but I would be open to A, interviewing him for the head coaching position, and B, certainly keeping him here as an offensive coordinator and maybe assistant head coach under the right marriage of, say, again, hiring in all likelihood a defensive-minded head coach. How am I wrong? How am I? How is that wrong to judge Eric Bieniemy for that? Um, Not just you, Chris. The entire, like, I wouldn't say the entire media, but the majority of them, I mean, like in, you know, the radio station here, I mean, they just not into, I guess, the guy, EB, because they felt, I mean, because the, the thing that bothered me is that we judging this guy based on these six months, him and Sam, these six months. I mean, they literally just got here, and yet you see what's been going on the past four years. This team is incomplete from day one. Ron came in here, messed everything up. Up to, to up to this this past off season to 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 the draft. I mean, literally, what when he on, on purpose? I don't know how you see it, but on purpose he decided to pick two DBs when you know you lacking off on that offensive line. And tell me if I'm wrong, and then tell me if I'm wrong. So, but all I'm saying is we got EB in the building, but yet there's some other teams that's interested in him. That, I mean, I'm pretty sure he wants that head coaching job. Well, sure. So I, if the, if the Chargers offer a head coaching position, Eric Bieniemy and the Commanders right. aren't, why? Uh, of course, he's going to take that. You know. But I, Chris, w- one thing is that we not built for like right. every other team, every other organization. Your your, argu- your argument is that EB didn't get a fair chance to succeed here. Is that, it, that, that, that's, I feel that's like the he's a guy that need to push these guys around. They are a bunch of cry babies. I don't they disagree with you on that. Pop up. Yeah, what? I don't disagree. Chris. With you. No, no, I'm saying I agree with you. I agree with you oh, okay. on that. The, he, like he right, had, right. he has brought he has brought a mentality that did not exist here, and it ruffled and, and, and have- it ruffled feathers quite honestly. And his head coach didn't do him any favors. Now, what we don't know, what we don't yeah. know is, was it EB's choice and EB's choice alone to be a, a way too, a way too one, one-dimensional pass-heavy offense, whether the quarterback could handle it, whether the we don't know that. Or did Ron suddenly right. have a Nirvana moment and say, no, we're going to pass 585 times a, a year and do it a, a different way than I've done it my whole... I, we, we don't know that because nobody can can get truthful answers out of anybody. Right. One thing I want, I have a, I have this theory. You know how Sam was getting sacked the majority of the time oh, this yeah. season, especially like, so you know how the offensive, some of the guys was complaining about EB, you know, they, they you know, them being coached hard or they want an extra day off and this and that and third. I'm assuming some of these guys are a starter on that offensive line. They let Sam get sack after sack after sack and that was just I, I guess a slap to uh, uh, EB and, and let him know that you can't come in here and, and try to you know do things your way and they got Sam you know uh, I guess killed I don't know it's just it's, it's weird I, I don't know if you ever want to think yeah, about I, I mean listen that, there's all that. sorts of things I wonder about and, and Lou I appreciate you as always uh, there's all sorts of things I wonder about but just because I wonder about them I can't necessarily accuse somebody unless I have more information, unless I have more data, unless I have more, you know, if if they wanted to make Sam look bad, then why has the offensive line improved in pass protection, you know, basically since that first Giants game? It's not like they 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 wanted to expose him in the first seven games and wanted to help him in the last ten. 
or nine or whatever. 301-230-0980, on the Ace Law listener lines. We are free and clear for you over the next hour on this football Friday. We will take your calls on the Ace Law listener lines in a wreck. Ace Law helps you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW. Your calls continue along. We'll get into some of those GM candidates next right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.